It's your girl V with episode number 52. That means that it has been a whole year that you have been listening to the Voice of V podcast. And so today I have a special guest, my good friend, my amazing friend, my awesome friend, (laughs) Dre E. Welcome to the Voice of V. What up, V? What up, man? What you been up to? Oh, you know, life. Life is great. Life is good. Congratulations on your your year marker. Thank you. I appreciate that. How you feel about that? <sighs> How's the year been? It has been a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> Just coming up with content. And, you know, it's always like, it's easy for people to say, you should do this. You should do that. And y'all should try this. And how about right. this? You know, but there's time money mm-hmm. you know equipment and then also learning how to use this equipment <laughs> yeah oh you know i know so yeah so yeah, yeah like you like <laughs> we give the people like let's say an hour episode uh-huh. but that one hour took us <laughs> well, at least three three hours at least, at least. three yeah yeah and For so sure. so it you know some days i'm like you know what but Y'all you, figure out life on your own. But you made it though, a whole year. So <laughs> yeah, I made it that's for always a year. good. Yeah, I'm proud of myself because I did make sure when I made the decision to start Voice of E that I would commit to at least one year. And I did. So I don't know, honestly, I don't know what's next for Voice of E. Um, there's some things um, that are in motion, you know, and some things I'm working on, you know, but. Um, life and school and stuff you know um responsibilities sometimes you have to kind of cut back on certain things so we shall see yeah for sure yeah we shall see where it goes next hopefully of course we always want to grow you know always want to take it to the next level always you know so if i can't take something to the next level you know i just can't sleep at night (laughs) that's not how i roll you know yeah so what have you been up to dre oh man life man um traveling of course um mm-hmm. school graduated yeah. graduated over the summer yes you did i'm about to start my master's here in a couple of weeks which is always fun i guess um working my daughter my, my baby's about to start school yeah my older baby's graduated this past june as well mm-hmm. so um all three of us graduated from college and high school um, like I said, my youngest is about to start, so I'm looking forward to her journey, and that's it, though, man. I mean, been busy, man. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> been, um, yeah, been working. Yeah. Bus- busy, enjoying life. Yeah, always, man. That's 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 the goal in life. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, you know what? I had I had a conversation with um, one of my uh, 
you know what? Okay, I had a conversation with someone. It's an older woman, mm-hmm. and um, you know she's she's calling, checking on me, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. You know what? And she's like, are you sure? You know? And she's like the old school. Like they feel like. If you're not in a in the marriage or in a relationship, you must not be happy. You know, Shit. are you sure you're okay? You know what I mean. Shit. And mean, meanwhile, you know, like I'm I'm looking at her situation. Exactly. You know that's, what I'm saying? That's exactly what and, I'm saying, man. It's, we, we, we we a lot of us is way happier than those married couples yeah. are for sure. <laughs> Seriously, I could I could I could attest to that. Yeah, you know what? Sure. And, and and I get it because I have been that person that's right. been in a relationship or been in a marriage where I was miserable. Same. You know, mm-hmm. and what's crazy is like I remember, you know, feeling like if that ended it would be the end of my world which makes no sense to me now because like yeah, you sure. weren't happy what are you talking about <laughs> exactly so. you know and so i just told her you know i was like i am really happy like yeah. i'm enjoying my life you know she's like oh are you dating and i'm like i mean i've gone on a few dates right, but right. i'm enjoying me like i'm having fun with like just being stress-free yeah. You know, going like being a, having that freedom mm-hmm. of if I want to record <laughs> and I want to network, if I want right. to just get up and go, get up and take take off and, you know, visit a friend out of town, whatever. I can do those right. things right. and I don't have to worry about somebody. Nothing like it. You know, like it. it oh, man. I just um, I think with the older generation, um, you know, our parents, our parents generation and um our grandparents' generation, mm-hmm. so much of their lives were, um, were I can't think of the word, but they needed each other to survive. So right, right, um, right. So that's their mindset. Just like mm-hmm. they look at the whole love and being married thing as an accomplishment, as a as a as the key to happiness. Yeah. Because realistically, they needed that in order to quote unquote survive in mm-hmm. those in those days. Whereas nowadays, no, we don't. I know. No. And then even at that, you see like a lot of couples both have to work. Right. You know, For sure. before like That's what I'm saying. way yeah. back when it was like the man would go work. Correct. He was the provider. Correct. And the woman would tend to the children, tend to the house. Correct. But it's not like that anymore. Nope. There's no traditional roles nope. <laughs> or anything anymore. No, and I love you it. You know, so I mean, I, I feel like... Um, even like I was looking at the dynamics of of, of my family. Like mm-hmm. my grandmother was a single mom, mm-hmm. you know, and, and back then, and honestly, she was like seen as a black sheep in yeah, our family, for sure. you know. But the thing is, like, her husband left. My grandpa left. You know, right. he had a whole other family. So, you know, you're she's already dealing with that, and then the stigma and the labels and the judgment, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so. We were always our family, like that line was always looked at, right. like looked at, like they looked down on us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because now, like the cousins, the children of those people, like my my grandmother's nieces, nephews, mm-hmm. and stuff, they don't see my my mom and her siblings like that. They don't. Right. They don't. That doesn't matter. Right. You know, it doesn't matter. But it was mm-hmm. crazy because my grandmother had to deal with that stuff. Yeah. You know, but like my great grandparents, they were together. Um, and this is just from my mom's line. I'm not very mm-hmm. familiar with my dad's, mm-hmm. but my 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 grandma was a single mom. And then we get into my mom, and 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 my grandmother had more influence on me than my mom did mm-hmm. because my grandma raised me. But like for me, it was 
normal to have a single parent home. Correct. And seeing other families that had both parents, like I always felt and thought, man, my life would be better right. if I had both parents. Right. But then I run into people that have the same issues that yeah. I had because their parents were screwed up. Like, <laughs> even right. though they were both there. No, they was doing more damage. Yeah, so. they were. So, mm-hmm. so they got to see like abuse right. and violence and all Correct. this stuff, you know, and it was like, well, maybe it was a blessing <laughs> in disguise, yeah, you know? for sure, for sure. So I'm glad it's different though because... No. I know, I know there's still some people that think like that, though. So. No, most definitely. And I'm like, y'all, I'm happy. I'm good. Like, I'm fine. I get I get asked at least, like, twice a month, like, mm-hmm. when I'm going to settle down or when I'm going to get married. Um, <laughs> at least once a month? At least twice a month. Twice yeah, a month? Yeah, for yeah, sure. okay. Um, the answer is always the same. Never. <laughs> never worry 31st. <laughs> not to say I'm not settled down, but I'm not getting married. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, that's not, that's not a... That's not a goal of mine in yeah, life. So. so February thirtieth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Be exactly. there. <laughs> exactly. See you there. <laughs> for sure. They better so. not come up with no February thirtieth. <laughs> yeah, for sure, right? I'm gonna be like, Dre, you said. <laughs> hey, let's go. Hey. <laughs> let's get to it. <laughs> you know, it's crazy though, because I I see the way I think and stuff now way different. And mm-hmm. so, like, of course, you've known me mm-hmm. since when I first started being single mm-hmm. to now. And then there's some other people I've run into, and like some guys, it's like I'm a different person now than I was then. Mm-hmm. You know, and some of them try to like kind of sneak back in and, and play the same shit you know and I'm like what, that's what they do that's what, what they're supposed to do you though. know what you want what you got for me you got something for me exactly because if you don't have anything for me you're taking away from me and I got time for you no, that's real <laughs> but that's they doing what they're supposed to do though <laughs> try to slide back that's in right. like Knock on this door, yeah, that's right. see if she answers again. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta check the temperature. Nine, <laughs> My nine's gonna answer that door. Get out of here. So, so um, this week I decided um, to post some questions, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, people just love to talk about dating, mm-hmm. you know that? And so I have been um, getting out there and you know, going on a few dates and stuff like that. And I know some, you know, some of the guys have been starting to listen to my podcast and I'm Mm -hmm. like, (laughs) I mean, I'm going to be who I am on the pod and I'm going to be who I am when I'm in front of you. That's just who I am. Correct. And if there's stuff on there you don't like, I mean, we could talk about it. We could have a conversation, you know, but I feel like everyone's entitled to their opinion, to their own judgments, whatever. You're going to think whatever you want, you Mm -hmm. know, and um, some of my friends are like, okay, but like. You're going on multiple dates, and what if one guy gets mad, blah, blah, or whatever? And I'm like, well, then he just, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, <laughs> you haven't locked me down. I'm not trying to get locked down. So, you know, it is what it is. Right. And so I'm like, I'm not worried about that. Like, right. I, I feel like, that, and honestly, for me, that takes a lot because I was raised in a very conservative manner. Mm-hmm. My grandmother wanted me, I guess, to learn from her mistakes mm-hmm. because I look back and I'm like, all the stuff she told me to do, she wasn't doing it. That's how that shit go. <laughs> she wanted me to be this good girl, you know, respectable yeah, woman. Yeah. And I, I and am. Are, I'm yeah, a respectable woman, you, are, you know? Yeah. But I would feel that judgment, like, oh yeah. my God, date multiple guys? Yeah. Like, um, but but that's <laughs> that that's not um that's not an isolated incident when it comes to you. That's how mo- the majority of us was raised, mm-hmm. um, especially women, you know what I mean? Like, 
they've programmed you guys since you guys were uh, Ava's age yeah. to, you know, um, to be settled down, to mm-hmm. raise a family, to be somebody's wife and, you know, that whole fairy tale yeah. um, ending. But um, reality, reality has different, you know, plans for all of us. And yeah. all of this stuff is in God's hands. So um, you do what you do. So, yeah, that is true, because I was not expecting to be single at 47 you know what i mean like i had Shit, my I was. <laughs> <laughs> you were but i wasn't okay and, and it took me some time to like finally accept it and get over it you yeah. know what i mean because yeah. i felt like where did i fail what went wrong here wait a minute i had a plan yeah so and that's the thing but see that's the thing with plans man plans rarely ever go accordingly mm-hmm. um from my um experience with any type of plans and I, yeah, I do, man. I remember you and I first met. It was like, yeah, man, you had this plan of what you seen yourself and what you wanted yeah. for yourself. Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> nah, <laughs> no, nah, I don't really, I don't really, I don't really see it that way. But it's gonna be what it is, you know what I mean? But yeah. that was for you to have to to find out and figure out. Because the thing that I had on you is I had been out here in the streets, man. I see, I see, I seen the shift. Or the continuous shift in dating in general, and it's mm-hmm. just not what it used to be. No, and it's not. you being married for so long, like all my life, you know, yeah, all your life, yeah, basically, yeah. Much, yeah. Like, I mean, your idea of dating. I tell people all the time: however long you've been married or with your significant other, um, takes that, that that's it. Ta- it takes half that time to get over. But what I'm trying to, what I'm saying is. Whenever you started that relationship mm-hmm. is when your when your idea of dating stopped. Mm. I mean, what, what your what your what you know about dating? Like, I know someone who who started dating her ex in middle school. Okay, right? Yeah. They were together since since literally since like seventh grade, mm-hmm. and then they got married. They were married for like fifteen years or whatever the case may be. Okay, but what she knew about dating stopped at seventh grade. Gotcha. And that showed in her yeah. behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. guys can't, like, like why are you talking to her? No, <laughs> guys can't be friends with girls unless y'all are fucking. That's middle school mentality. Yes, you know right. what I mean? Yep. Like, what? Like, you sound like a fucking, like, that's middle school. That's literally. Like, do you really just say that? Yeah, like, like this is a grown-ass person, right? So that's what I, that's what, I mean, that's actually what happens. Is like their, their growth as far as relationships and yes. dating and all that stops yep. whenever they that's get true. into that relationship. And You're then right. they come out 15, 20 years later and they're trying to date by those same guidelines and this shit. It doesn't work. Full circle. So It does not work. I tried. It did, just didn't work for me. And, yeah. and, and I'm glad it didn't. I'm glad I didn't fall back into that cycle and just yeah, jump too. into another relationship. Yeah, yeah, me too. Because... I should have never had a second marriage, honestly. <laughs> Truth be told, no, I shouldn't have yeah. because I was not ready, yeah. you know. And and um, but now I see the way I think, mm-hmm. and and uh, and the big thing for me is I didn't want the way um, that you know there are trends in dating and tr- just in general. There's mm-hmm. always something like somebody wants to jump on this new thing and let's try it and let's do this. My what was important to me is. Yeah, I'm not trying to jump into marriage. I'm not. I, I would like to find my my partner in crime. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to find my person. Mm-hmm. But I'm not focused solely on that. I feel like I have to continue to live and enjoy my life. Correct. And when that person comes along, 
Because home. yeah, because I've been doing my work. I'm not gonna just settle for some guy that like ah he needs some of the things. And it's not like I have a check mark. <laughs> it's about the vibe. It's about how you treat me. Right. Do you have goals? What do you want to do for your for yourself? You know, and then coming together and just doing something great like enjoying each other we're right. too old to be arguing right. and be worried about like oh where are you at it's freaking midnight you you still recording like yes, yes. you want to support me come, come you know what come take video for me you right. want to be part of my podcasting then come join me you know what i mean but i get that too like i had one guy ask me okay so you know and and he's cool he seems cool so far you know but but he asked me about the podcasting and he said so, you know, like if you settle down and I'm like, what do you mean settle down? What what are you what are you trying to say? Like mm-hmm. he's like, okay, so you find your person, okay? I said, okay, cool. Cause cause everybody, everybody has a different type of like um I'm like, lock me down, like I can't do nothing. Like don't don't tell me don't use those type of terms with me, buddy. Like so he's like, So when you find your person, uh-huh. how does that affect your podcast? And I said, what do you mean? How does it affect my podcast? Right. He's like, well, because you're not dating anymore, so you're not going to share dating stories. So how, And I'm like, Why not? number one, I'm thinking, clearly you have not heard my podcast. Correct. Because it does not focus on dating. That's where you fucked up. Yeah. So I'm like, part of what I talk about is dating, but it's not. not all. The, yeah. I'm like, there's other stuff. It's about healing. It's about growing. It's about sharing life experiences. We all have you know, um, th- different things we go through. And, it, and I'm like, I said, it wouldn't affect it. Right. He's like, well, yeah, but like whoever you're dating um, may not want you to share stories about them. And I'm like, and who said I would? Right. Who said I would share stories about him? That's because cool, it doesn't revolve around my my personal relationship. Like as far as who I'm dating, right. it's more about as a person, as a whole. Yeah, experiences. Yeah. Yes. You know, and everybody has a story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I was like, I kind of felt like um, I know for sure if, if someone I am talking to and wants to be a part of my life, they can't support that part of my life. Because right now it's it's something that's important to me. Mm-hmm. I love the podcasting. I'm networking. I network with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of men in, in this um, industry. Yeah, in this industry. Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to handle that, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And. Not everybody can. Yeah, that's true. And in my opinion, the the questions, I mean, just by him asking that question, in my opinion, speaks of his insecurities. Um, that's just what it is. Yeah. Because I would never ask anyone that I'm dating if they was doing, I mean, because, I mean, for newsflash for men who don't know, <laughs> <laughs> women pretty much run the world. They're, they're the ones out there, you know, networking, mm-hmm. running, you know, CEOs of companies, just all types of things. And you have to get out there and you have to network. So for any guy or anyone for that matter to be mm-hmm. like, well, what happens to this when this happens? It's like, what do you yeah. mean? Nothing happens. <laughs> right. You're my man. You're my man. And I'm going to continue to make this happen. You know, right. the same way I've been making it happen. And but that also um, speaks to him not knowing you that well because mm-hmm. if he knew you he wouldn't even ask like you know well would you be talking about hours basically i wouldn't want, the guy might not want you to talk about our stuff on the podcast it's like no i mean this is all generalizations first yeah. and foremost right and if he knew who you was as a person he wouldn't know that you wouldn't mm-hmm. you know speak on yeah and that's why like i i always tell people like just chill with the when you're just getting to know somebody mm-hmm. you know because um some of these guys you know i know like your experience has been like women want to rush into stuff mm-hmm. like 
y'all been on two dates and they want to mm-hmm. marry you already, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I have noticed that some guys, not all guys, but some guys, it's like after a couple of dates, it's like, okay, so what are we doing next? And I'm like, what? Wait, I barely know you. You don't even know me. You know what I mean? Like, it's just crazy. <laughs> well, that's because for one, there's a drought in just good, solid people true. in the world. You're period, right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's so, true. So what I found, and like I said, like, as you know, in my case, mm-hmm. um, and as well as yours, um like it's like they see something good and they want to attach themselves to it yeah that's because true. they don't want to let it go yeah and that's cool that's that's understandable mm-hmm. um however <laughs> we can't you, you can't vocalize that you can't be you just can't because for one you come off desperate for one yes and for two you you you're rushing into something like like i tell i tell women all the time like no, I can't. I can't be your man after two weeks, three weeks, mm-hmm. probably a month, probably even sixty, ninety days. Who knows? Right, right. Because if we haven't had any type of adversity <laughs> in our relationship, yeah. I don't even know how you react to that. If you've yeah. never been around my people, mm-hmm. I don't know how you react to that. They want to literally jump into a relationship with myself mm-hmm. or just yourself or whoever, and right. they haven't even. They don't, they've literally only seen one side of you, mm-hmm. and that's the. The, the good side that everything's good everything we're having fun we're going out we're dating all this stuff but what if i come home one day and i have a bad day at work and mm-hmm. um, i'm going through some stuff and i need to bounce some shit off to uh, some ideas some things yeah. off of you mm-hmm. and i may you know i may be what's the word um you know semi-confrontational or whatever the case may be i, I gotta know how you're gonna handle that like how how, yeah. how are we gonna speak through this how are you gonna handle that how are you gonna handle me in that situation right. and if we've never had a situation like that it's the same thing i tell people about their friends right yeah seriously. You, you can't i mean people think because they've been friends for i don't know tw- uh, 20 years and you know there's my best friend since second grade or whatever the case may be but they've never been through nothing mm-hmm. they've never had a disagreement mm-hmm. they've never had an argument um like how you know that's really your friend yeah that's true you know what i mean because <laughs> so, people don't want anything like that they want everything to just be yeah that's smooth. what they do but and that's I, I would say about you man that's one thing i respect about our relationship it's because, I mean, it's called a spade a spade. I mean, you'll call me out on my shit, I'll call you out on your yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And we might not speak for a couple of days or whatever True. the case may be, but it's like, <laughs> you know, it's all love. And I know from, I, I know without a shadow of a doubt, when it comes to you and it's coming from you, I know it's coming from a place of love. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's the same thing from me to you. And you got to respect that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I know without a shadow of a doubt, you're someone that I can call a friend. Yeah. So when it comes to <clears throat> relationships, friendships, any type of ships, <laughs> yeah. if the foundation isn't there from the beginning, it's never going to work in the first place. So guys, man, they get around you and they're like, well, shit, she's dope as shit. Um, she can she got actually hold a fucking conversation. Yeah. Because you in this city of San Antonio, <laughs> <laughs> you'd be surprised by how many women cannot hold a conversation. Yeah. They're used to like surface shit. Uh-huh. That's that's all they're used and that's to, it. you know. Yeah. And I get it, guys. We do it to ourselves, yeah. you know what I mean? Because I mean, guys don't really talk in general, mm-hmm. you know. So, but when they come across a when they come across someone like myself, I'm a higher level thinker. Um, 
I like to talk about a whole um, assortment of things, yes. you know what I mean, that, mm-hmm. you know, that piques my interest. And I'm not one dimensional when it comes to things like a lot of guys are, unfortunately. Yeah. So I think that's especially specifically to this city. I think that's what they're used to. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, yo, I'm trying to have a, con- have a conversation with mm-hmm. someone. And it's like they can't even hold the conversation. No, you're right. That's true. And it's fucking annoying. Shit. It is very annoying. You know I, I mean? deal with it with men. Yes. Like, like, I, like I do, man, like on dating apps. I do this shit on purpose, right? Because I, I like, I'll ask you, what is it, today's Sunday? So I'll say some shit like, you know, good morning. How you doing? Um... We got anything planned for Sunday fun day? How's your how was your evening? Uh-huh. I'll ask them like fucking three or four questions in a damn paragraph yeah. intro, right? Yes. It's not just the high because right. women get a medal. Don't send me something more than high. <laughs> yeah. So and they put that on there. So right, like, yeah, they they will. Don't ask so, me how I slept. <laughs> exactly, right? So I do all that and they'll hit me back with a high. No. <laughs> From that point on, I know. You're not someone I ever want to talk to. Yeah, again. we're unmatching. That's yeah, yeah, it's like, what? Like, I asked you five different questions. All you said to me was Ola. Like, Ola, I'm like, huh, what? <laughs> Shit, man. I got called out the other day by a guy. Because he asked a few questions, right? But, <laughs> but it was a... Um, I was tired. I was busy that day. And, and I told him, I was like, hey, I'm busy. You know, I'll get back to you. Mm-hmm. You know, because I want to, I'm not, I'm not ignoring you. You know, mm-hmm. if I'm into you, I'm, I'm going to let you know, like, I'm, I'm really busy mm-hmm. right now. I can't, you know, I can't respond, but I will. And so later I responded with some things. Oh, no, we had, we called, we talked on the phone. And so we talked and stuff. But I mean, I'm, I'm talking to you. I'm not looking at the right, questions right, right, you asked correct. me. So then like a few days later, he's like, hey, you never answered that one question. And I was like, which question he's like well you know i sent you a whole parent and i'm like i'm not gonna go back and read it this was like three days ago (laughs) just ask me again (laughs) that's not on you man that's on him man because if yeah if 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 he really wanted to know that the answer to the question should i ask you why he had you on the phone yeah yeah because you can hear the tone of my voice and everything yeah So I don't so, know, man. People are fucking. Yeah. I'm having fun though. I like. I'm, I I I have some good stories. It's not been yeah. like, oh my god, I this loser and da da da. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's That's actually good. been like, I've gone out with um, you know, a couple guys and like we've gone to places or just had coffee or just had mm-hmm. a few drinks and and good conversation. Mm-hmm. And they're picking my brain. Some of them are like, oh, so I heard your episode with such and such, mm-hmm. and um, I heard you talk about this, and so that strikes conversation. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's been cool, you know. Um, so I have a question though because I talked to Joe about this, right? Mm-hmm. So there was there there was one guy that um, I really liked. He's very smart, um, good looking. Great job. Doesn't have like nine thousand kids with fifty baby mamas. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, look, the struggle is real. Yeah, I know. For a while there was like, oh, I got three kids. Okay, cool. Like, but three baby mom. Oh, okay. And then it went to like, I got five. You know, with four baby mom. Okay. And then it was like, I got nine with seven baby mom. I was like, okay, this number keeps going up. I I can't do this. Like, I was like, wait a minute. You know. So Uh yeah, I stopped dating for a whole year and a half thanks to all that so yeah, i was like yeah no this way. is not going well i'm done Ain't no way <laughs> but i feel like i um so okay i i met this guy mm-hmm. and everything seemed to be going great like mm-hmm. he had a lot of qualities and characteristics and he could hold a conversation mm-hmm. you know and um we had an incident where um i was running late right you're like yes we stop running late okay got it 
I told him I would let him know when I'm on my way. Mm-hmm. Technically, I would. He wanted me to be there two and a half hours early because mm-hmm. we had reservations. And I would have been able to be there an hour and a half early. I couldn't do the two and a half because I wasn't feeling good. Yada, yada, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I was supposed to be there at five. Um, I The last thing that I told him was, I'll let you know when I'm on my way. Mm-hmm. Well, at 5.04, he's like, no call, no show. You don't need, You can't even communicate with me that you're not going to be here. And I, and, I, and I said, well, I told you I'd let you know when I'm on my way. I should have said, I, I will own, I should have said, I'm not going to make it at five. I'll let you know when I'm on my way. Mm-hmm. I didn't cancel. I was still going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, uh, he was like, so no communication. Okay. He goes, you know what? Just go ahead and stay home. <laughs> I was like, bro, I'm, I'm still going to be there. But I was like, say less. I mean, if you tell me don't come over, then I'm, I'm not going to yeah. come over. You right. know what I mean? Right. So then, and he, and so then the next day, I wake up um, to a long text message, and um, and then it ends with, uh, I really, um, like, some of the stuff was, like, I felt it was, it, were, it was some maybe rejection issues that he had already, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and, but he was sharing how he felt. I won't take away from that, mm-hmm. um, but he ended with, uh, I'm sad, and not happy with this but i'm gonna have to say goodbye this is not gonna work and i'm like okay you know like i gotta respect that you mm-hmm. know what i mean i'm not gonna go back i i, I would gladly have a conversation with you it would have right. been okay but i've only known you like seven days mm-hmm. i don't know <laughs> you know seven days Dre. Man, they think i'll be lying when I'll be seven shit, man. seven yeah. Yeah, you know so I didn't make it to the second day with that one because I was only going to be an hour and a half early, not two and a half hours early. He wanted me early because he had some plans, mm-hmm. you know, that he wanted to do prior to mm-hmm. our, our, our second date, which I get that. And, and I was grateful for that. I, I felt special for that. But then he so I get this long message and he says goodbye. OK, fine. And I was going to respond. And I was going to say, look, hey, maybe I should have been a little bit more specific on what time I would have been there and this and that. But then below that long text message were like five to seven voice memo messages. Mm -hmm. And then in some it was like, oh, you know, imagine a podcaster that can't communicate. And I was like, "Okay, now now (laughs) now you're attacking me. (laughs) Taking shots, you know, and then. You know, he goes through this whole thing like he's telling me everything that, you know, you, you, you're you not ready for a man like me. You know, I don't know what kind of men you're used to dating. And I'm like, okay, bro. And then the last one's like, but you know what? You know, work on yourself, V. You work on yourself. And when you're ready, give me a call. I'm not going to block you. And if you ever need anything, just call me if you need to vent. And I was like, I'm so confused right now. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. So, so what's your question? My question is this. Like, because Joe, he was like, well, are you going to give that man another chance? I'm like, Joe, I just had like, th- this is like five different people here. He went from this to this to that. And then, you know, and, and then at that, my thing was like, he had three deaths that week. He said he did. And I'm not going to say like, no, he's lying. or whatever. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, maybe he's trauma bonding with me because he went through that and I happened to be there. Um, but I felt like, I feel like maybe, maybe he was out of character because of what he went through. However, you've only known me seven days. 
like you can't throw all that on me and i don't know <laughs> you enough to know what you need from me Correct. you know what i mean and then you're telling me ah deuces you know this ain't gonna work okay so i gotta respect you oh and one of the messages was like and i was hoping that you know you were gonna call and be like hey i'm five minutes away bro you told me not to go over <laughs> if you tell me not to go over i'm not gonna go over <laughs> right that's like stalker shit like <laughs> that like you have no disrespect for my wishes i told you do not come over how am i gonna drive 45 minutes <laughs> and be hey i'm five minutes away yeah no nah. um, like <laughs> not doing that so so what did the good brother joe say <laughs> He was he like, said, so are you going to have a conversation <laughs> with him? Maybe, you know, maybe he was just having a bad week. I'm like, bro. I was like, I don't, I don't think, you know, <laughs> I don't nah, think that's a um, good idea. <laughs> so what did you do, though? What did you do? I didn't respond at okay. all. Okay. Yeah, I left that it was, alone. Th- that was the, um, that was the, in my opinion, that was the correct answer. Um, because he, he, for one, he just displayed um, a severe level of immaturity on his behalf. Yeah. Um, yes, you could have been better. Like, so... The thing is, like, when it comes to communication and people's time, like, I'm one of them people. Yes. Like, I'm, and I get I'm that. serious about my time. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, you could have communicated that better. But like you said, I mean, so, you know, you was an hour later than or you were going to be an hour later than expected. Mm-hmm. Um, he jumped to conclusions. He um, doesn't matter really what um, I mean. I mean, it doesn't matter really what was going on in his week and the three people died or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. Um, if anything, he should have communicated. Oh, well, he did communicate that to you, but he should have probably fell back and took some time to himself. And that's right. the thing with yeah. a lot of people is like, they were like, maybe he was looking for you for some trauma bounding or whatever, but he needed to, he, for one, you don't even know him. Right. I so don't. he needed to go through that on his own or yeah. get that fixed on his own mm-hmm. you know, for the time being. Probably he should have postponed the date. And then came back to it when he was of sound mind. Right, yeah. But um, I don't know dudes like that. Um, I've n- I would have never handled that situation like that. But, you know, we're all different. We all right. handle, handle trauma differently. But, no, man, I believe you did the right thing. Ain't no way. Yeah, no, I had to. Ain't uh, no way. Yeah, especially because the place where I'm at, if it's going to be. Um, okay, so the way I saw it is you already have an opinion of me Mm -hmm. and it's not a good one. So I'm going to be working against that. And we're supposed to be getting to know each other. So I didn't like, and I didn't like the fact that he took shots at you. Yeah, I know he took shots at me. I was like, you're a podcaster who doesn't know how to communicate thing. And it's like, um, yeah, no. So yeah, no, (laughs) I agree. I, I, I have peace with my decision not to entertain that or or respond. You know, I feel like, one day he's probably gonna message him and be like, "Hey, V, what's he up?" You know, like he maybe will. when he feels better, maybe you know. No, he will. And like, and <laughs> and for me, I feel like like if somebody tells me, "Hey, you need to work on yourself," uh, I'll be the first one to tell you that I gotta work on myself. Okay, yeah, sure. I'm a constant work, work in progress, yeah, as we all should. And be. I'm proud of that, right? Me you know? too. Because I grew up very huh? prideful. You know, it's like no. I always had this image of like I got it all together, but right. inside I was like falling apart. Right. Correct. Now, if I am not having a good day, you're gonna know I'm not gonna take it out on you. Right. But I'm gonna let you know, like, mm-hmm. hey, you know what? No, you do. And I you can't do. hang out with today because my vibes are off. No, you do. So you know, I don't want to project that. Absolutely. And then I have some friends that are like, "Get your ass over here. We're gonna <laughs> talk about this." You know, mm-hmm. even when I don't want to. So, <clears throat> um, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about was. Um, 
something very important. I, I feel it's very important. And I feel like people need to talk about it more. And that is men's mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been seeing a lot of things um, where men don't have, I mean, we, and we know this, men are not able to express themselves because they were not never taught how to. Right. They were only taught to suppress their feelings. And it's not looked at as a manly trait, mm-hmm. you know, and this is coming from women. I've heard women. As a matter of fact, um, I was out somewhere and I saw this guy and you could clearly see he was upset and he was like, you could see like mm-hmm. the guy is about to blow up. Like he is really dealing with something mm-hmm. and his chick is like, like talking to him like crap, like disrespectfully, like, well, you know, just, um, what did she say? She was saying, he was like, you know what? I just need to go home. I need to go home. She goes, well, I don't know where you're going to go because you ain't going to my house. And she didn't want to give him the key. And mm-hmm. she was like, no. And, and just the situation was escalating because he's trying to get out of there. And she's like, well, I don't know where you're going, but you ain't going to the house. And then it's like, she don't want to give him the keys. And didn't you want to give him the keys to his vehicle? So I'm like, whoa, this is horrible. Like, I mean, it's not my business, yeah. but but it, I felt so stressed out and I felt bad for the guy. Mm-hmm. And of course, I don't know what happened. I mean, he could be a jerk. I don't know. Right. But just to um, continue to like when you already see someone is already in distress, we have to learn how to handle those situations because Mm -hmm. we've seen incidences where it just turns into something that it didn't need to. Mm -hmm. But I feel like um, men get a lot of shit from other men and especially from women that they're dating. If they try to express their emotions, their feelings, mm-hmm. they're looked at like, I mean, I've heard people or men have told me like, she, she's like, stop being a bitch <laughs> to a man. And to me, I feel like that is a very um, disrespectful thing to say to a man because you are like really taking a <laughs> shot at his ego as a man. You're just like, what is it that they call it when you like strip away a man from his manhood? Uh, um, emasculinity. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. No. That, right? yeah, is that yeah, what it's something called? like that. Yeah. It's something uh, like that. So, so I want to yeah. talk about that. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about um, like not anything in particular, but like I know that you have um, you're a man that's able to express yourself. Right. And you don't let anybody take that away from you. And you don't give a shit what someone thinks about you because you're able to express yourself. Correct. But that's not the norm for men. Correct. So what has it taken like for you to get to that place? Well, for me, um, I didn't I didn't grow. I, I mean, as I mean, for those of you who listen to my podcast and listen to V's podcast, I didn't grow up in a traditional family per mm-hmm. se. You know what I mean? So. <clears throat> so. I learned a lot of what I've learned. I learned from my peers who are women, mm-hmm. you know, um, my closest of friends, um, my my aunties. Like, I didn't really have too many uh, male figures in my life that I really looked up to. And then the one the one the one or two that I did, I mean, mm-hmm. they were very in tune with um, who they were as men. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of um, my brother, Orlando, man, is he was one of those instrumental people in my life that um i mean he told me like one time like you know in school hey man um (laughs) he said hey man you know you know girls like smart guys too you know what i mean so you don't gotta always be the class clown you can actually be smart Mm -hmm. so that's when i started getting good grades because i just needed someone like that to tell me that Mm -hmm. but um all in all what i gathered and gained so 
what I'm saying is I didn't grow up in a traditional household with a father or grandfather or uncles telling me um, what I mean, I did. I mean, my dad did. You know, he was a part of my life for uh, six years of my upbringing. Mm-hmm. And he did, man. I mean, he he had that whole, you know, men don't cry. Men are supposed to do this. Men ain't supposed to show emotions, suck it up. He had that whole I mean, he was an army, too. So, yeah. Um, he had all that, you know, I came with all that, but once yeah. I was able to, well, once I was on my own at a young age, like I said, just picking up on different things and just realizing like, um, it's for me, it's all about transparency mm-hmm. and knowing who I am as a person. And I feel like once you know who you are as a person, no one could take that from you. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody. So for you to get to that place of knowing who you are as a person, Mm -hmm. what type of journey did you have to take? Like, (laughs) did you have to hit rock bottom? When was the moment that you came to the realization that um, if I allow my past and all the crap I've been through to hold me back from becoming the person that you are today? Mm -hmm. Like, when? what was that moment? What did it, what did that journey look like? Well, it was in ninth grade, man. I was homeless. I was in, I was in ninth grade. I was homeless. I was actually like feeling sorry for myself um, in classroom, um, being homeless and, and feeling, like I said, feeling down and out, like, yeah. fuck, like, why me and all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then as clear as I'm talking to you right now, and I've told the story before, it was just like, like a voice just came to me and said, um, um, ain't no, ain't no, basically ain't no sense in feeling sorry for yourself. Yeah. No one, no one owes you anything. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So. That was like my 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 wake up call, mm-hmm. and um, the journey before that, yeah, man, it's rough, man. I mean, just abuse after abuse from my family, um, just you know the way I grew up. All I ever seen was um, a lot of violence and a lot of this uh, traumatic things, yeah, per se, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, that voice came over to me in ninth grade, said what it said, and mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I, I just re- like I said. He basically told me no one's gonna feel sorry for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't want nobody feeling sorry for me. Yeah. But what I did know, what I did know that I needed to do in that moment was figure out who the fuck I was. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And that's when that journey started. So it's like I started figuring out who I am. Um, and I had like I said, I had some great friends around me who uh, who poured into me, man. Just yeah, women, yeah. who girls rather. They weren't even women. They yeah, were my because peers. they were. Yeah. <laughs> like, dang, that's were, such a young age. Yeah, ninth grade, you know? and they was like ahead of yeah. their time. Um, but they would pour into me. They let me know how smart I am, how cool I was. Mm-hmm. Like, and I wasn't. I was. <laughs> I was not it. You know yeah. what I mean? I wasn't a looker. I was poor. I was ashy. <laughs> um, I wore the same clothes to school yeah. every week. No, I, I was you. that kid. You yeah. know, I have not. A complete have not. Mm-hmm. But the the girls in my life at the time, they would tell me like how funny I was, how smart I was. I was smart. So, because mm-hmm. um, they would see my grades, so they knew how smart I was. Right. Uh, how funny I was, how charismatic I was, like, but they were the only people in the school who knew that because I would never talk to nobody else okay. outside of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But they, that's it, man. They from ninth grade, tenth grade, they they did the same thing. They was pouring in me, pouring in me. To whereas I used to look at these kids in school, the popular kids in school in high school. You know, we, I mean, I, well, at least I did. Yeah. We all wanted to be a part of the popular yeah. know, crowd, right? And yeah. um, I used to want to be like them. And 
my best friend at the time, man, she was she was a, one of the most popular girls in our school, but uh-huh. she didn't give a fuck about none of that. You yeah. know what I mean? And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and she, she told me, and this is how ahead of her time she was. Uh-huh. She told me in ninth grade, she was like, um, what'd she say to me? She said, yeah, I'm popular, Dre. She's like, but she was like, but all the guys want to fuck me and all the girls want to be like me or all, all the girls want to hang with me because... They're afraid that their boyfriends want to fuck me. <laughs> so they just want to yeah. lie. I mean, that's what she told no, me. No, right? I mean. And I knew nothing about that like world, that. right? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, what? I mm-hmm. said, and that's what I'm telling them. I said, so you don't care that they like you or not? I'm like, fuck it. Because I know it's not real. That's what she told me. Yeah. You know, she's like, she's told me, like, our friendship is real. You know, I can mm-hmm. talk to you about anything. You're smart. You actually respond. You actually listen. Yeah. I said, she's like, and that's what matters, right? Yeah. All that popularity shit don't matter, man. You, if, if you, if you love yourself and you respect yourself, Everything that you want in life basically will come to you. She told me this stuff in ninth grade, and then she like said she worked on me for mm-hmm. like her and a couple of them, Fonda and a couple of other of my, my homegirls. They uh-huh. worked on me for years, for yeah. two, about two years, two and a half years. And then once my junior year came around, it's like I had a I had a grasp on who I was as a person, mm-hmm. and I learned throughout all of that shit. Like for one, I never knew why men, boys at the time needed approval from other men boys mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. like niggas uh stand on the block and do all that macho shit yeah to prove shit to other men mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i was never into that shit you know what i mean like i remember coming up man like it was like frowned upon to like like ch- chick flicks uh-huh that's my shit though yeah like, I go to sit with my homegirls <laughs> like no like everything with me is like i never want to hang with niggas men i'm speaking about men in general <laughs> You know, I heard another guy say that. Okay, yeah, like I, I don't, I don't care about men. I'm not saying I love y'all, but yeah, I never did anything for the sake of men. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Never. It just never was. I was never into impressing men. I went so long without affection from a woman. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. Concluding my mother. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like. I just wanted to be around women, girls at the time. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Not to fuck them or nothing like that. I just enjoyed their presence because yeah. um, it wasn't all that mochismo, right? Tough guy. I'm, you know, it was none of that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I ain't never really had to worry about that shit. And the guys I hung around, they were just like me. They didn't, they didn't care about those things. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, it was just like. Once I, like I said, once my junior year came around, it's like I, I was able to put things together and just really see for myself, like, mm-hmm. what it's like to be who I am. And I never, from that point on, I never cared about fitting in with the in crowd or what what what, being, what, what looked to be cool or mm-hmm. if these guys were going to look at me in a, in a certain light because um, I'm doing this, that, and the third, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. It just, like I said, it's all about self. It's like if you got the confidence in being yourself. My, my homegirls always tell me, like, who the fuck said that grown men don't cry? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. no, cry, you cry, you release whatever you're trying to release mm-hmm. and you get back to it. They used to always tell me that that's a, that actually takes a stronger man to be able to do so. Mm-hmm. So I've been in these chick flicks or whatever, these movies yeah. and these yeah. songs. I hear a song and I start to cry, I just start to cry. I don't yeah. give a fuck who's around me. I'm not looking around like, oh, shit. Like, oh, yeah, I, I mean, you know, and if you if you heard, you know, my, uh, the podcast, um, Cup of Joe with Dre, I mean, I broke down a few times on, yeah. on that podcast crying. Mm-hmm. I didn't I, I didn't tell Joe, hey, man, let's edit that edit out, that, man. Yeah. Like, edit that out. And, you know, I'm, I'm telling him, like, fuck yeah. that. That's, that's who I am. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it doesn't matter who knows that. 
it's mm-hmm. me it's me i've always been that way i've been that way since ninth grade so yeah. um so if you add i mean the journey the journey was it wasn't a long one honestly man i just needed some people to believe in me and to see in me who the right people. i was yeah. the right people right what's crazy is did, you were so young i was young as fuck damn that, but 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 it <laughs> what's so fucked up about that v is like um i'll be i'll be 44 next week on fucking whenever oh i'll be 44 when whenever this comes out i'll be 44 years old and i struggle with people my age or a little younger than me or a little older than me who don't know who the fuck they are yeah i struggle with that and and that's and it's because i got a lot i got a lot of life lessons way faster mm-hmm. than a lot of people I mean, you did too you know what i mean i it's did just, it's different things a different though, journey but, but- yeah. But still, like, but my shit is like way advanced because, like I said, I learned yes. that in ninth grade, and it's like I uh, wish I had learned it in ninth grade. Yeah, I, I wish a lot of people. Yeah, uh, but but those, but like I said, those are the years that I mean, you're, those are your impressionable years. Those are the years mm-hmm. you're trying to fit in, trying to get with your crews and mm-hmm. all this shit. And, yeah, um, and that shit don't matter. Yeah, um, a lot of men though, man, men men just need to do the work on themselves. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, find out you know who you are as a person mm-hmm. because as a man or a woman once you know who you are as a person no one can knock you off that mark but yourself mm-hmm. so yeah that's true so um i had like one one guy because i had i mean my question was you know can can women handle a man that's emotionally um intelligent and and has self-awareness right mm-hmm. and um one guy he said no because um being in touch and in tune with your emotions is not a manly trait. Society teaches us that it's not. And I get it. And so then um, this other um, Stella answered and and she answered and said, um, she said pretty much that um, if you can't express yourself, tell someone what's going on inside. Um, it could be that you just don't have a safe place. You don't feel safe enough to do it or you don't have the, the space or, or the grace. You know, I guess by people that you're around. But then she also mentioned, she said, one thing my husband realized is that the things he was taught about being a man have not worked out for him. Mm -hmm. It has negatively affected his decision making all his life. Mm -hmm. And she said even herself. And so both or at least both of them are on the journey to enlightenment and change, you know, to be the best version of themselves. Mm -hmm. And so these are grown people. Mm -hmm. They're not ninth graders. Mm -hmm. You know, like I I, I think about. Like for me, when I was in ninth grade, I was freaking pregnant. Yeah. And so I had to think like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I have this little human. Yeah, yeah. That's what that, I'm saying. This shit had to go through. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> fuck high school, fuck being a kid. Right. How am fuck I going to raise this kid right, yeah. and make sure that he doesn't go through the same crap that I went through? Correct. You know, I, did, I wanted to protect him. I wanted him to have better than me. Correct. And it gave me a reason to push more. And, and, I feel like I could have done more with my life, but honestly, like, and I tell him all the time, I was like, honestly, you saved my life because no, no. it gave I me a reason to push and, and to grow and, and to try to learn. And, and I did everything I could to learn um, how to be a, a better, a good parent. Mm-hmm. And, and it wasn't like putting down my family, but it was like, this shit ain't working. What y'all are doing is not working for us. We're all screwed up. <laughs> You know, emotionally, yeah. mentally, and yeah. you beat the shit out of us. So yeah. let I need to do things different yeah. so that my kid is not growing up with freaking suicidal thoughts or right. hating himself or because yeah. Yeah, those were things that I struggled with. And so um, my son is able to express himself. And there were times, you know, where his dad was like, 
what why are you crying you want me to give you something to cry about yeah, you know sure. you know stop being a wimp but mm-hmm. um he is my my son's a or he was a girl dad forever mm-hmm. and now he has his son but mm-hmm. he makes it a safe place he shares with 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 his daughters he shares with me you know yeah. and and i love i love to see like who he is and we were talking about this yesterday and he was like mom you just don't give yourself enough credit everything you did for us yeah. what you taught us he was like mom the person i am is because you taught me a lot of things yeah. you know and uh, but we got into that conversation too about men being able to share and he was telling me about um one of his friends that he was talking to and um of course the uvaldi thing came up because it was a friend of his he mm-hmm. lost his his little cousin mm-hmm. And that was sad, but but also the friend then ends up sharing with him that um, he lost a friend to suicide, a guy. Mm-hmm. And he was like, man, I remember being in high school. And this was in high school. He said, I was in high school and one of my you know one of my homeboys comes to me and he's like man i'm really struggling like i don't know what to do i can't i can't take life no more i just really can't you know and and his response was like oh let's go drink and get fucked up and you know you'll be all right but but that didn't work yeah no the guy ended up committing suicide you know and because we're not yeah prepared to deal with that some of us are not prepared to deal with that or some of us are taught like ah just suppress it have a few few drinks and you'll feel fine because i've been in that situation Mm -hmm. where it's like nah girl we're gonna go party you know fuck him you don't need him no more and it was like okay we had fun while we were out but then i came home and then it was like (laughs) things are still fucked (laughs) up you know like i still feel like i'm gonna die (laughs) you know what i mean so it's like putting a um putting a band-aid over a gun a gunshot wound yes right so the thing is honestly honestly speaking man i don't know any men my friends who are i have i think i have one or two who are like completely open and transparent about things that are affecting them in their lives and stuff um they don't talk men don't talk Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and it's uncomfortable for a lot of men to open up and talk because of the stigma that comes along with that. I mean, the homies would be like, "Oh, you know, man, nigga, you being a bitch." Like, man, yeah, up. yeah. The women would be Shit, like, hey, man, "Women are bitch. savage." Up. Um, you're you're a pussy. You yes. Know, your mama's boy. Whatever oh. they whatever they say. Yeah. Um. So they don't feel like it, they don't feel like it's safe. But what I say to that is, and it's 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 just how I feel is if you feel that way and you feel like you can't go talk to no one in your circle or your inner circle it's time mm-hmm. for you to get a new circle yeah you know mm-hmm. that's just how i feel about that if right. you can't talk to these people that are supposed to be your loved ones i mean that's family too mm-hmm. you can't oh, talk yeah. to these people it's like what do what do you what do we why why are they around because mm-hmm. if they don't add to you that means they're taking away from exactly. you. exactly and um men men in general we we, we got to get over a lot of we got to unlearn a lot of things that mm-hmm. we've learned growing up and we got to start to understand that like like old girl's husband said i mean it wasn't working for him and yeah. it hasn't worked for him right yeah for the majority of men mm-hmm. it has not worked for them that i know yeah it has not worked from that oh, yeah. that tough that tough guy shit that you know all that shit that you know that men do mm-hmm. it has not been working for them um they're in failed marriage after failed marriage mm-hmm. failed relationship after failed relationship they don't have a good relationship with their children mm-hmm. uh the sons nor daughters um and it's 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 a continuous it's a continuous cycle and the thing what we we're here to do and we should be here to do is break these generational curses that yeah. have played our families for generations on end yeah but until we understand that especially as men and as as women as well mm-hmm. 
it's going to keep repeating itself. Yeah, because I feel like some somebody um, reached out to me, right? And he, he had shared a video with me, and it was... It was um, it was the same thing. Like, um, it it seems to me like men are crying out to be heard. That's mm-hmm. how I feel because that's what I'm getting. I don't know how other people. Maybe other people. Maybe men aren't able to. And like I always tell my listeners, like a lot of men listen to my podcast, right. and I try to always touch on both sides. And the reason being is I'm a I have a son mm-hmm. and I have brothers and mm-hmm. and I know what we all been through mm-hmm. and I've seen their paths the paths that they've taken because of we may have experienced the same type of trauma but i overcame it and unfortunately they you know they allowed it to destroy them Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and because men are talked to differently but like i feel too sometimes i may be a little bit more understanding where men are coming from and why it's hard to express yourself because i was i feel like i was raised like a boy Mm -hmm. i feel like i was raised to be tough be Mm -hmm. hard and and you don't take shit from nobody and you don't let nobody bring you down and even if they hurt your feelings nah you don't show them that shit because that shows weakness especially like the neighborhoods you're growing up in if you Mm -hmm. show weakness motherfuckers are gonna disrespect you and take advantage of you and so we didn't have strong male presence in our Mm -hmm. lives it was you know the women were handling right. everything right it was a bunch of single women handling things taking care of business paying the bills taking Correct. care of the kids cooking taking care of everything and then us the girls were taught to okay well shit mom has to go to work grandma has to go to work so you gotta cook and clean for the, the kids Correct. for the boys for everybody else and Correct. make sure everything's taken care of so there was no time for your emotions there was no time for you to feel sorry for yourself yep. there was no time to be sad and it was like oh well i've been through that too i survived you'll survive too you know what I mean type of thing and so this guy reached out to me and sent me this video about you know it was talking about suicide too and and how it was like just showing how a man like sharing his story and stuff so my thing is like what can we do um to make to make a change with these type of things like I know that there is counseling right mm-hmm. and but a lot of people struggle with going to see a therapist because it's not normal to them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you just deal with it. Um, but like you said, like if your circle ain't helping or maybe they don't even know how, maybe right. they just don't know how to deal with something like that because mm-hmm. they have their own issues they're dealing with. But how can we do it? Like, okay, let me ask you like this. As a woman, how can I make a change and and be part of a supportive movement or a safe place for men to be able to express themselves and get to 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 be able to um, get that like the help to get to to have to to be able to experience mental healthness to be mm-hmm. able to express themselves like as what can women do to help with that? I mean, they got. I mean, basically, it's just creating a safe space, um, and it's hard to really say how to do that because everybody's different mm-hmm. um but just be 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 more supportive of a man's you know a man's journey a man's day um a lot of shit that you know men do go through on the day um like when you come home like you and i are dating and then come home hey babe how's your day and i say good i mean that's another thing man you got to know the people around you yeah, and shit. yeah. you know what i mean because there's been plenty of times i've been around you and i, I know you <laughs> i know you was off yeah. so i asked you about it you know yeah. what i mean and that's just what it is yeah. so you got to know your people as well it's like because men like we we just said i mean we internalize everything we keep everything in we suppress mm-hmm. everything 
Um, so it's about knowing your, the people around you. Because I'm not specifically talking about your mate or your, your significant right. other. Yeah. I'm talking your homeboy, your homegirls. You got to know the people around you. Because mm-hmm. when they're having, like, if, 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 if you notice they ain't been on social media in a week, but they drop something on social media at least three times a day. Yeah. I mean, you might want to go check up on your friend, man, and have like a real life conversation with them. And then just in general on a day-to-day basis, if we create an environment that we have these type of conversations um, about mental health and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, whatever, you know, is plaguing yourself or people, you know, once you start having these conversations, it lets people know that for one, you're capable of having it. Might, it's not about them. It's just in general that you're mm-hmm. capable of having these conversations and that this may be a safe space for him or her. But we're talking about him right now mm-hmm. yeah. for him to go to 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 share his thoughts to you know to be open with whatever concerns and things that he happens so like i said i guess the gist and the basic the to answer the question directly we just got to do a better job of creating a safe space Mm -hmm. um for people to come to and to um in general right in general yeah Yeah. because because it's not just women that it's true men too yeah for sure they, they don't make it a safe place for other men to correct to we don't themselves. yeah because it's like, like i literally like i've i can't even I, I have a lot of homeboys man and i think literally only like three of them like we've had like some real real life conversation i've i've had conversation i've had I've, I've started having conversations with a couple of my homeboys and i can tell it makes them uncomfortable mm-hmm to be vulnerable, you yeah, know what I mean, yeah. with me, you know yeah. what I mean. I've known them twenty something years, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. But it's like, but but then that's when I have to reassure them, like, bro, I'm here for you. I'm not passing no judgment on you. Mm-hmm. They know everybody who knows me, who like who's my people. They know everything that I've been through. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I'm I'm completely transparent about right. it. Yeah, you I've are. cried about it. I I've, I've been through it. So it's just like, and they always tell me. Well, Dre, you just build differently. That's what they tell me. You just build differently. Yeah. I'm like, no, I mean, I mean, yeah, true. I mean, obviously, right? But it's like, bro, it's it's not about being built differently. Is that I love you, you my man, mm-hmm. and I feel safe with you. Mm-hmm. And that ain't no fucking excuse my language. That's not no homo shit to say. Like right. that's my man's. Yeah, I love yeah. I love this dude. Right. So it's like, look, man, I love you, man. I feel like I could be completely transparent with you. I could I could be completely vulnerable with you and if i need a fucking hug i know i could come to you to go get a fucking hug that doesn't make me gay that doesn't make me a homo that doesn't make me any less of a man Mm -hmm. it makes me even more of a man because i'm able to do that with another man and feel no shame about it Mm -hmm. you know but i like literally damn near 97 percent of my homeboys are are uncomfortable even having a conversation about Mm -hmm. vulnerability Mm -hmm. and that has to change yeah it does because you know how I am about vulnerability. It was like yeah, a bad sure. word to me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was until, you know, my counselor kind of broke it down for me and said, vulnerability is a strength. Man. strength yeah. You know, when you're able to um, be vulnerable with someone, then you really do have a deep connection, a, a, a personal relationship with that person, mm-hmm. you know. And so I started moving differently with my relationships. Yeah. Once, once I, I felt like I was always taught to be vulnerable uh, it's gonna make you like a target and mm-hmm. you're gonna show your weakness mm-hmm. and i don't know why it was always like that i don't know if it's because we grew up in the project so it was like they're gonna get you man yeah, don't yeah. let them see your weakness you know they're gonna yeah, yeah. <laughs> they make you a sucker like don't do it you know and so yeah. i guess i kind of felt like that 
I felt like, nah, if I show vulnerability, man, they're going to make a suck out of me, and I got time for that, and shit didn't work anyway. I was a hard ass, and I, I still got taken advantage of anyway, so you know <laughs> exactly, what? that's the point, man. Yeah, like, so, like, yeah, yeah, so I'm vulnerable with my people, yeah, for sure. you know, like the for ones sure. that I know, it's safe, yeah, for you know, sure. and now our relationship is is different from other relationships because I, I have that trust with you. I'm able to just let my guard down and Correct. all right, Dre, man, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with this shit, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Right. So it's, it's, it's a different, it is, man. This is different from men, man. Men, men are just, like I said, we, they're programmed differently. Yeah. A lot of men was raised the exact same way mm-hmm. and it's, it's hard for them to like come up out of that. And, it's, it's sad because, like I said, we 40 plus years old, man, and they still really feel this same way. And then honestly, man, a lot of their wives or significant others, they don't make it any easier for them mm-hmm. to 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 um to open up to. And, and what you said earlier is true. Like you, you said that you feel like um, a lot more men are basically coming forward mm-hmm. with their mental health issues yeah. or, you know, their vulnerability. And that's true yeah. because honestly, man, a lot of men are just sick of this shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. A lot of men are just like, look, man, I, I got shit going on. Too. Yeah. I'm you know a person too. I'm a damn person it. too. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's not no, all seriously. about your feelings and what's right. going on. Like I'm going through some shit too. Mm-hmm. And you need to know about it. Yeah. Like I'm fucking captain. I'm captain me right here. Yeah. Like, that's me. Like, like yo, yep. Look, I, I get what you're going through, but I'm going through some shit, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Ideally, you would want to have someone around or if you're with someone that you could go through this shit together with. You mm-hmm. helping her with her shit. She helping you with your shit and y'all find, you know, a way to get through it mm-hmm. and get some counseling or whatever the hell y'all going to do with it. But to be constantly hitting a wall when it comes to each other, that's just not. Nah, yeah, I seen that. too. Not I'm it. like, ugh. Yeah, you're only going to do more damage. Yeah, exactly. Like, geez. Exactly. And when you're with somebody or, you know, any type of relationship, it's you should want to um, bring something good to each other, not destroy each other. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what enemies are for. <laughs> like, that's right, come yeah. on. All that's right. right. Anything else you want to add to it, Dre? Like, that's all the. No, nah, man, just, um, I mean, get to know yourself. That's 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 um because when you when you're completely who you are mm-hmm. and you love yourself like i mean naysayers are going to talk we all know that mm-hmm. things are going to be said but um that's like for me man no matter where i go or what i do i'm always completely myself so i feel good about everything that i do man because i know i, I put my all into it yeah um i've helped when i could help um mm-hmm. i've been completely transparent I just, um, and I love, I love people, man. And it's like, for especially my team, my people, it's like, yo, man, I want to see all of them win, mm-hmm. prosper and shit. Yeah. And it's like, for men, it's like, we, we, um, we got to take our own responsibility when it comes to our mental health. Yeah. It's up to us, mm-hmm. you know? And we got to, like, we, like we've been saying this whole podcast, we got to unlearn all that shit that we yes. just talked. We got to break that generational curse. Um, for especially for one for those for those of us who have sons and you don't want to pass that shit on yeah. to your son oh. and then he, he he too it's he's too manly or too machismo to talk mm-hmm. about his feelings and yeah. you know get vulnerable and stuff like nah man you don't we can't be raising them type of dudes <laughs> no we don't right. yeah mm-hmm. so, so yeah i um that just reminded me of my son like i'm about to cry um yesterday we like we had a heart to heart you know we talked about a lot of things and uh but one of the things he said he's like 
because I've been bugging him to be on my podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, mom, um, I'll be on your podcast, but you better not make me cry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like crying when he's there. I was like, okay, son. I said, I've gotten better at that. I was like, I've gotten better at where, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll like, yeah, pull it back yeah, like okay back, hold on yeah. let's 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 okay let me give you some time to regroup i'll just throw in something a little bit less heavy you yeah. know <laughs> hey speaking of man i was just it, you just reminded me man um i didn't get no word association games or or <laughs> would, what the fuck <laughs> my bad i just throw you in shit, here man. <laughs> okay all right i'm a fun guy you know too what? shit <laughs> okay okay let me let me see let me see i got hey, I, man, let's see i, I can come up with you know what you're yeah, you're, you're right you're right you're right i might have to come up with something i might have to come up with something um what was what there was i feel your son there was yeah there was one thing what did i see i was i was listening to a song and i was i was like when i hear okay when you hear this word what do you think of mm-hmm. if, okay so visa when you hear visa what do you think anyway it should be anywhere in the world anything <laughs> <laughs> everywhere you want to be that's what visa <laughs> credit card commercial right. <laughs> see and I'm 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 Mexican, so Visa is like, oh, I got permission to work in the U.S. Like, <laughs> I was like, because we all see yeah, things nah, different, yeah, right? Yeah, like, nah. and so I was like, what kind of words can I think of? And I just didn't. That was gonna be my thing with you today was to ask you like different words, and yeah, I couldn't nah. think of like I thought of that one, and then the other one I was like, okay, Dre, what do you think of when you hear pineapple? Pineapple, man. Um, it's funny when I think of when I hear pineapple. So. Pineapple was my, one of my favorite fruits, um, first and foremost. I'll say that. Okay. But this young lady that I met on the dating site mm-hmm. actually ruined the fucking word, or just ruined pineapple for me in general. Because she told me, like, hey, when you see a pineapple on someone's profile, that means that they're a swinger, right? I said, man, shut the fuck up. I've never heard that before <laughs> in my life. So I went and Google. She told me to go Google it and yeah. sure shit. Yeah. yeah. Really? It's true. Like, or, yeah. I, like if you see a pineapple outside by somebody's crib yeah or you know part of it that means they swing yeah even because i i had learned about the flamingos it um, was swingers so I, I didn't know nothing about that well i was so, like, okay, I, I mean obviously we're not in this world so apparently not <laughs> but yeah I she told me that not pineapples too yeah pineapples yeah Damn. she told me this years ago too and it's true that's funny well see and i think when i hear <laughs> pineapple i think safe word <laughs> oh, <laughs> time out yeah, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, no. We think so different. Yeah, no, so no. Different. I think about swingers. Uh, pineapple. <laughs> you think about swingers. I think about like, ho, 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 wait, 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 wait. Time out. Safe word. Safe word. Oh my gosh! That's I'm trying hilarious. to think of like, what are some funny, funny questions mm-hmm. I could ask you? Um, you just caught me like off guard. Don't try to jip my experience. <laughs> Everybody I else get not, the fun shit. I haven't been creative. I haven't been creative Mental health lately. and deep conversation shit. It's because you're Dre. No, man. You I'm are Dre. Fun, I'm a fun guy. <laughs> don't, let, hey, don't let these podcasters fool you, man. I'm a fun guy, man. They want to have these deep introspective conversations and shit. I want to have some fun. <laughs> all right. All right. Would you rather have only used toothbrushes or used underwear at your disposal for a week? Nah, man. So, <laughs> nah. 
Yeah, probably underwear, man. I ain't putting <laughs> nobody's, nobody's used toothbrush, toothbrush in oh. my mouth. That's disgusting. Okay. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> Would you rather always have damp socks or always have a pebble in your shoe? pebble in my shoe do do you know what a pebble in your shoe would do yeah i know but no that's i don't like i can't do wet feet yeah either. i can't do that at all you're right it's I, I would the worst shit ever yeah, yeah i think i would pick a pebble but i don't then, even like my fucking feet to sweat man maybe, that's annoying to me you know what i have a confession <laughs> i have sweaty feet <laughs> no, i don't <laughs> i have to use foot powder okay no, if not, not really, i will yeah. have smelly feet yeah, there no, I, I said it. it i said it I'm I, feel, I sweat feet you know, like when i'm running that's it man. i feel Other free now yeah, no, it's good. It's liberating, right? Hey, at least my feet do not smell. Yeah, I, no, I take care no, of them. No. At least I, I'm aware mm-hmm. of the issue. And there's nothing I can do about it except, you know, um, <laughs> try to keep them dry. Like, yeah. you know, I'm big on that, though. Like, I'm big on. And I think it was like growing up too. my grandmother could not stand smelly feet. Yeah, no. So as soon as we took our shoes off um we had to wash our feet and yeah. so i'm just used to that like i take my shoes off i gotta wash my feet that's i feel smart. weird if i don't that's good <laughs> <laughs> no way okay would you rather date someone with a visible tattoo of their ex's name or get a tattoo of your no that doesn't apply to you never mind get a tattoo of your current partner's name well and yeah but um but it's the first one though the first one yeah, visible tattoo. Yeah, the, yeah, I could date someone with a visible tattoo. That I, I don't care nothing about nobody's. What you did yesterday, I don't give a fuck about it. Like, what if it's like right here I don't on give the a neck? Fuck. You don't care. Ah, uh, who cares? <laughs> would you date somebody with a neck tattoo? I would. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's just sexy on some women. Man. I mean, not. It just depends like, what they have on yeah, there, right? It just depends yeah. what they have, but I would. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> These okay. people. Man. <laughs> okay. Would you? Okay. These are a little bit deep. Yeah, I can't go. Would you rather know? when you'll die or how you'll die <laughs> um probably when when uh, yeah, yeah yeah i have some people sure. that um feel like they rather not know when i don't want to know how i'm gonna die no, i want to know how because what if it's something horrible, horrible. Yeah, and that would be stressing out over that yeah. when i die i could prepare my my daughters for that shit yeah, yeah. that's true and then you can so, do things yeah. and enjoy yourself that's right all right <laughs> so yeah all right, so is that enough fun for you? Hey man, you that's cool, man. That's cool. <laughs> you want <Shit>. some more fun? <laughs> I always want more fun. <laughs> I owe you. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna prepare. I owe you a funny session um, where I ask you silly questions. I'm gonna have to invite you over for one of my sh- shenanigan type of questions for sure. And just be ready in case I decide to celebrate the one year because you have to be there. Yeah, for sure, man. I'm. Okay. I'm. Yeah. Um. Yeah okay all right any shout outs uh shout out to my daughters um shout out to the good brother joe um shout out to uv especially on this you know year year uh year anniversary of your podcast thank you thank you it's been a long journey um (laughs) shout out to everybody's ever supported us um the movement um follow your dreams y'all no matter what they are follow your dreams don't let no one get in front of you Mm -hmm. um don't let nobody you know throw you off and if you do uh, just get back on course it's yes. gonna be all right that's right so that's it man all right awesome um okay so shout out to you dre thank you so much for taking the time to be here i really appreciate sure. it i know you have a lot of things going on for so sure. it means a lot to me and it means a lot to me that you are on my one year anniversary episode because yeah. you have been a big part of my journey throughout this podcasting and you have encouraged me and um inspired me so thank you very much i love you i appreciate you 
And, Absolutely. Um, I look forward to doing more things with you. I'm going to pull you in, sir. Okay, I'm here, man. <laughs> I'm here now. <laughs> so shout out to my fellow podcasters. We yeah, yeah. Um, have an event on August. Oh, my gosh. I can't remember the date. Oh, look at her. I know. I'm horrible. Let me go check it out real quick because I really need to to um, start posting that and sharing with everyone. Give me just a second. It's going to be, I know it's going to be at Comanche Park number two. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure, they're going to be giving out backpacks filled with school supplies. And the same people that um, I did a previous um, back to school event, it was, we, we did it for the teachers. We're going to have a booth out there. We're still going to continue to give supplies to the teachers. However, this is not an event just for teachers. This one is for the kids, and it's Increase the Peace, and it's from 1 to 6 p.m., and it is going to be on Sunday, August 21st at Comanche Park Number 2. It's 2600 Rigsby Avenue. So bring your kids. Uh, Apparently, there are going to be free food, free haircuts, free hair braiding as well. So take advantage of that and come get free supplies from us and make sure you visit our booth. It's going to be Voice of V. The whole story, Well You Ask podcast, If This Mic Could Talk, and also Radioactive Podcast. So we'll be out there. Make sure you come say hi to us. Teachers, come get some supplies from us. And the rest of you, take your kids out there. What what better is there than to enjoy free food and free haircuts? And, you know, some of you get those free supplies because I know they're expensive. Come support us. Come see us and um, help us, you know, with this uh, community service. And then um, also, let me see, I want to shout out my kids for always supporting me and um, just being there for me and for being patient with me and for allowing me to be myself and be transparent and share um, my stories and not have to cover up anything. My, my kids have never made me feel like embarrassed, like if they're embarrassed of, right. of me being able to share on my platform. So shout out to them. Shout out to my grandbabies. I love y'all. Stop growing up. Mm-hmm. And um, like I tell you every time, y'all, you know, this is your um, I don't know who needs to hear this, but you have permission to heal. And so healing, it is possible for you. Don't matter what you went through. And it's a process. It's not going to happen overnight. And it is your responsibility. So get on it. Stop waiting for someone to come and save you. There's not anyone that's going to show up. Ladies, there's not a knight in shining armor mm-hmm. that's going to show up on a horse to save you. You are that person that you're looking for. You must be your biggest advocate. And again, whatever you don't repair, you're going to repeat. Let's do better. Y'all have an amazing week. And I will catch you soon. Make sure you keep up with my Instagram page to find out what um, things I'm up to and any announcements that I'm going to make. There you go. Peace. Peace. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle paid the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice. That's why all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Look, all my life, been grinding all my life. Hustle pay the price, want a slice, got to roll the dice, that's why, all my life, I been grinding all my life, look, I'm married to this gang, that's who I made my wife, said I'd die alone, I told that bitch she probably right, one thing that's for sure, not a stranger to this life, got a safe that's full of Franklin's, and a shoulder full of stripes. And just like that, we wrap up another episode of Voice of V, don't forget to follow me on Instagram 
under Voice of V. And the podcast can be streamed on most streaming platforms. So be sure to look me up, click the add button, and you will be notified every week when there is a new episode. Thanks for the support. This is your girl V and I am out. Thank you.